0: The Prophet Sallallahu mentioned that the bridge between belief and disbelief is abandoning Salah. If you're struggling with your Salah right now, well, we got the perfect solution for
1: you. And that solution is the Adhan app. This cell phone, we usually have it and is using us instead of us using it. But with the Adhan app, you can use it in perfect alignment with your
2: life. The Adhan app is already used by 40 million believers around the world. Why? Because it caters to your Islamic lifestyle. On top of the Salah times, you get du'as, dhikr. The Islamic Calendar, Ramadan Calendar, zuhur and Iftar Times, Hajj and Umrah Guide, Qibla Finder, and much more for free. So download the Adon app now.
1: assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, dear brothers and sisters. Welcome back to the Realist Podcast <coughs> in the dunya. We're joined here with, <laughs> look at this handsome guy, man. Mashallah. Allahumma barik. Allah barik and free. this guy as well. Allahumma barik, bro. All right, all right, for real. What are we talking about today, bro? Uh, we're getting into something very important, very important. Mm. Okay, guys, Muslim men, the biggest thing that we deal with is our nafs, Mm. right? Whether you're married, whether you're not married, it's very difficult, and this is why it's you know set for us to lower our gaze. Now, it's also for women as well, like, women should lower their gaze, but let's be honest. As men, like, we are visual. You know, we've spoken about this many times. And as men, you know, we see something and we're just captivated by it. So when it's involved with our sexual desires at the same time, like, it becomes even harder. And this is why, like, we're bringing it into today's video because it's something that has to be talked about. We have to discuss a game plan here for the brothers because there are brothers that are married that are going through this. There are brothers that are not married. Primarily, I'd say the brothers that are not married, they're the ones that are really, really going through this. Um, And they resort to things which are not permissible. They resort to...
0: uh, For the purpose of the algorithm, we will use self-love to describe the M word, so self-love. And we will say P for the videos about that.
1: You're gonna forget that in like five minutes, bro. They they resort to getting off, and this is not this is not good. I mean, come on, like, yeah. if, even if if you guys weren't Muslim, would you think this is all right? No. There's something about it that just doesn't sit right with your fitrah, bro. Yeah. The guilt. What what are you doing, bro? What's he talking about.
0: Oh, I'm stuck for If Y'all could see what I was saying, but. On, bro. I don't think we have a
1: soundbite for that one, man.
2: <laughs> How dare you?
1: Okay, so, like I said, we want to lay out a game plan here. The game plan. First off, you got to figure out why it is that you're dealing with what you're dealing with. So, we'll get into that. All right, from y'all's perspective, why do you think men are dealing with this issue? Oh, Aside from yeah. the fact that we're just visual creatures. Well, there's so
0: and... many. I think one of the things is just, it's a form of escapism escaping from something. I ask most of my clients, right? Usually it comes down to either they're escaping from the reality that they need to change something to get the intimacy back popping with the wife, or they are miserable with their job, or there's some there's some stressor or something that they're running away from
2: which is causing them to resort to this. That's very true. I'm gonna talk about this from mainly a non-married person perspective because usually people most of the time Bring the problem into marriage, not develop the problem in marriage unless they're just not intimate with their wife and it's almost as if they're single. So I would say that the main issue that young men have is basically seeing women everywhere. No matter where you go, if you have TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, any social media that has ever existed... You're going to see young, beautiful women. And when you see that, you're gonna whether it's for a second or you're staring at it, you're going to feel something. And it's unfortunate, but it's everywhere. You go outside, you see it. In the magazines, it's there, in the TV, it's there, at the malls, everywhere except like the masjid, the house of Allah, alhamdulillah. Just don't turn around. You know, don't look at the sister section, inshallah. You'll be good. Um, so that's a lot to do with lowering gaze. You know, it, it's difficult to lower your gaze when you're scrolling through your phone, you scroll down, and directly in your line of sight is something that TikTok wants you to see. But you know damn well you shouldn't be looking at it. And that is going to trigger these emotions that you want to do, blah, blah, blah. You don't have an outlet. And then you start, one thing leads to another. That's the very simplistic answer. There are more steps that I'll talk about later on that like habits and atmosphere and all that stuff that leads you to the point where you're actually doing it, which are very, very important to talk about. But for now, I'll leave my answer at that. That's the main and bro, perpetrator. These
0: emotions that you're talking about that rise within us as men, right? Yeah. We talked about mental health last week, and it's not—it's not the worst thing in the world to have these emotions, bro. Matter of fact, it makes us human. And in Islam, we don't shun these emotions. We don't have a taboo on sexuality or having urges and desires. We have permissible outlets and we have impermissible outlets. That's what you're trying to say, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so it's not bad that we have
2: these. Yeah, and the main issue—the main issue is—is is feeding into this mm. by looking at things you shouldn't be looking at, whether exactly. it's purposeful or not. That's why the Prophet told us, or sorry, Allah ﷻ commanded us in the Quran to lower our gaze.
1: Mm. So you come from <coughs> the perspective of a dude who's not married. Yes. Now you, fired. you are married. Mm-hmm. I'm, bad I'm bad bad a i better And, and bless your marriage with your life. I mean, you come from a married place. like, what do you think married men, like why do you think they go to this place where they start struggling with it?
0: I think I have three potential answers that I want to give you. Number one, they came into the marriage with this issue. Number two, they're away from their wives. And number three, they're with their wives, but something ain't happening, bro. They ain't getting none. They ain't getting none. And I want to focus on mainly the last one at the end, obviously, because it's something I think is is really, you know, we can work with that. There's, it's fixable, you know. But the first two are a little more complex. Usually, when you... And, and there's... Dangers of it too, which we'll talk about inshallah. I don't know if we talked about this in the briefing, but we do want to talk about you know ED and stuff that could happen if you do it too much, you know. But main story is, or long story short, if you have a contingency with getting off to self love, and you've been doing this for a few years, and you finally get married. Self love, self love. It ain't, ain't even self love. Listen, we'll, we'll use the self love as for the algorithm, right? Because we can't, we can't say. Getting off too much, bro. You don't know what's going to be censored today, subhanAllah. Okay, continue. But for the purpose of this self-love, if you are loving yourself too much before marriage, once you do get married, and this is a phenomenon with a lot of women too, right? Because we don't want to rule out the sisters here. This is something that's affecting both, subhanAllah. Um... No spouse will be able to please you the way you please yourself. And this is something that is going to take people a little bit of time to understand, especially the single brothers and sisters. But intimacy with a spouse is way different than if you're doing haram with yourself. It's extremely different. And that's the reason why a lot of people form stuff like erectile dysfunction, because no partner will be able to please you the way you have conditioned yourself to be pleased. Right? And this affects women more psychologically. Um, but it does affect men more by numbers because I see more men addicted to watching than women. Yeah. So this is the first thing. Um, the second thing was when you are with your wife, but you're not with her. So for example, um, I know a couple of people, I'm not going to mention any names here, right? It's no names on, but a couple uh, brothers we have, they have multiple wives, mashallah. And when they're with one wife, they have a halal intimacy, obviously everything is good, mashallah. And they travel to another country and they have another wife there. Not for the sole purpose of obviously intimacy, but they have multiple wives, multiple spouses, and it's a permissible outlet. It's it's something that is permissible in Islam and they're fulfilling each other's rights and everything's good. However, some people don't have multiple wives or they're alone in a time where, let's say, they're addicted to intimacy or they're getting too used to intimacy. So let's say you're with your spouse and you actually don't have control over your nafs, like mm. how saying, but because you're with your wife 24-7, you can just get it 24-7, so to speak. So you actually never got to a point where you're controlling your nafs. You're just always with your wife, so it's always permissible anyway. Mm. Now you take this individual and you take him into an environment where he has no women yeah. And just his phone, aloha billah. You can already put two and two together what's gonna happen because he never got over the discipline or over the urge and, and addiction and never formed that discipline to kind of like, okay, I'm okay having access to intimacy, but I'll say no sometimes, you know? So when he finally gets no access, he doesn't know what to do. And then the last thing we can always talk about that later about, you know, a man or a woman who. Is in a relationship or marriage and intimacy is not happening. Inshallah, that's what the future episodes are for. That's why I don't want to go into it. Uh, but yeah, bro, Rami, what about you?
2: I mean, what's the question? <laughs>
1: what was your question, bro? He already spoke. Oh, alhamdulillah, then. Yeah. He said the point from a like someone who's not married. You said point from someone who is married. And I guess I would just add on just to this part of the, the game plan here is that another reason why people tend to have this issue is because of something that happened in their childhood. Like if y'all didn't watch the video that we made on mental health, make sure to watch this video first and then head over and watch that one, uh, you know, inshallah. Mm-hmm. But usually we have things that happen in our childhood. If we do not take care of these things, then it ends up following us into adulthood. And if it follows us into adulthood, we have no ideas there. Is going to be controlling us from behind the scenes. And, like, maybe someone was abused as a kid. And because they were abused as a kid, you know, like, it was this outlet for them. Like you said, it's a distraction. It's a distraction. And then on top of that, like Rami said, it's constantly there. They're being bombarded with it. Everywhere they go, they're being exposed to it. So not only is it normal for them, it's been normalized, but it's also something that they are pulled to because it 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 distracts them if it, it makes them forget the fact that they went through so and so thing you know and like i said in the video with the mental health you know when, when we have this issue when we have some kind of issue whatever we did back then it worked for us then but it it doesn't work for us anymore so a lot of guys a lot of brothers out here you know this i'm not here to condemn you i'm i'm not the one that's you to pass judgment um what what was done in the past was done in the past you know like at some point or another like it I guess it helped you through but now it's time like you gotta really put things into perspective and and really see okay in which of these does your specific situation lie you know like was it what Rami said was it what Fayed said was it what I said was it a combination? You know, figuring that out, you have to figure out why are you struggling with this issue. You have to figure out exactly the details for yourself in order for you to fully develop this game plan. All right, Mm -hmm. so the next part of this game plan, now you know why you are experiencing what you are experiencing. So now you got to look at what does your life look like? Your routine. Mm -hmm. You know, routine is a big, big, big part here. Like, have y'all ever tried to... um, start something new in your life, like maybe like a hobby or some kind of habit or something. Waking up early or something. It's <laughs> it's always the hardest in the beginning. Yeah, but like, not only is it the hardest in the beginning, but have you noticed like, if you keep everything else in your life the same, but mm. then try to change this one thing, like it, it kind of doesn't stick. But then when you try to like change mm. a few extra things. Give and, me an example. Give me an example. So let's say you're trying to make this Habit of working out more. Okay? Let's say usually in your day what you do is you're working, sitting down working. Um, Then when you're done working, you go and you sit down on the couch and now you're watching TV for the rest of the night. So you're sedentary all day long. So you're basically going to add now working out to the equation. So let's say you're going to work out like two or three times a week. So you get off work. And then you go work out, but then what do you do when you get off? Or what do you do when you get off? (laughs) What do you do when you get out of the gym? You go back home, you eat, and you sit your ass back down on the couch. Right? So you have this pattern of behavior that it's like you going to the gym two or three times a week is not going to break your cyclical pattern of behavior, your cycle. Right? Now, if you were to, let's say, go to the gym and... You were to also change your nutrition and you were to implement a standing desk where you are not standing while you're working. Well, now it's a whole, the the Mm -hmm. game has changed. Now you get out of the gym and instead of you sitting down, you're more likely to do something else. Like you may want to clean the house or you may want to go for a walk or do something like with your friends or with your family or something like this. Why? Because there are more changes at play there's more going on where your body's like okay we can no longer stay in this same cycle we have to develop this new cycle and that's that's the whole point I'm trying to make here
2: yeah yeah I wanna, I want to pick back that point because that's something I, was, I wanted to talk about actually you'll find a lot of commonalities I talked about this and when I mentioned like atomic habits and all that <laughs> you'll find a lot of commonalities you'll find that more often than not you do the action the same time in the same place under the same circumstances if i eat something unhealthy every time i walk in the kitchen and then i stop walking in the kitchen i'll stop eating unhealthy things right unhealthy things that's a very basic example right it's not going to be as simple but you'll find oh, what i was about to
1: say is like the uh the snack <laughs> drawer bro if yeah, you yeah. stop <laughs> opening up the snack drawer you'll stop getting lost in the wonderland yeah exactly
2: exactly no, no. I don't <laughs> press nothing bro.
1: Please. i'm not don't worry bro I saw <laughs> you
2: look down don't worry, bro. <laughs> time. So, How dare you? This guy. Time. So uh, you'll find more often than not, you're in the same place at the same time, under the same conditions, right? Same circumstances. If you are alone in your room at 7 p.m. and you find you're doing this a lot, then don't be alone in your room at 7 p.m., right? Mm. Make sure you're actually with people in the gym at 7 p.m. consistently, then maybe by the time you work out, you've had a long day, you get back, you're too tired to want to do it. Or maybe you want to do it, but you're tired enough to fall asleep so that you don't, right? Do this enough times and eventually you'll have a proper consistent cycle. Now, it's not easy. It's not easy to be in that state where you're like, you know, I want to do this. Everything in my body is telling me to do this. I've done it every day for the past like 20 years. I want to do it. And then you don't. That's a very difficult thing. And I don't want to undermine how difficult that is. But that's when having a healthy environment healthy friends, proper outlets, um, and and, and just a proper structured life is going to come in handy. I do want to say
0: another thing that's underrated is having more tawakkul in Allah. Of course, right? We should trust that Allah will help us get over and overcome these issues. But taqwa is something extremely underrated, bro. This level of keeping Allah always on your mind 24-7 as much as we can, it prevents us from doing a lot of stuff, bro. And I know, I know a lot of you might be like, oh, why are you talking about that? You know, it's, it's going to put me off of it. No, that's the point. That's the point. Because how many people can think of Allah or think of Islam and, and, and everything they've been blessed with and then simultaneously go, you know, most people won't, most people have fitrah at the end of the day. So being in a state of wudu as much as you can really does help because of the wudu is a shield, right? And it brings purity. Um, another thing you can do is get on deen more. Obviously these are basic things, mm-hmm. but I know a lot of brothers, right, that have told me directly from first-hand experience that going to Umrah or going to Hajj really did change their life. Mashallah. Of course, as it should, right? That's why it's prescribed. And Allah loves those things that are obligatory the most, right? But really seeing the Kaaba, going to the house of Allah, game changer. Like, they, they came back and they're like, I don't smoke weed anymore. They came back, they're like, I don't jay off anymore. They came back and there's so many things that
2: are just gone from their life just like that. Yeah. SubhanAllah. Yeah, that's, that's very important. Um, there's a hadith, a very famous hadith with the Prophet ﷺ. was with his companions and a strange man came in. This man was actually Jibreel, Jibreel salam, in the form of a man. He asked, what is uh, Iman, what is Islam, and what is Ihsan? And this thing, Ihsan, Prophet he described it as worshipping Allah as if you can see him and knowing that he could see you. And that falling in line with what you said about having taqwa, God consciousness. As if you can't see him. No, worship no, Allah as if, as can if you can see him, although you can't.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. Like, you know, imagine if you could see Allah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, may Allah, you know, forgive us, protect us. I'm not trying to say anything like outrageous here. Um, people in Jannah will see Allah, but in this life, we're not meant to, obviously. Imagine if you could, though. That level of worship that you would have for, for Allah in like every moment, that's where Ahsan is. It's as if you can, although you can't, and know that he can see you. And that comes in, you know, obviously comes in handy in moments like that where you think I'm alone. No one can see me. You're not trying to think of that. Actually, there was a study recently that you reminded me of, Fayyad, um, where basically it talks about cheaters. And, you know, when they cheat on their spouse, a lot of them, obviously, they don't think about their spouse when they're in the moment. They mm. try their absolute hardest to forget everything about their life. Of course. Their, 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 their wife or husband, their kids, um, you know, father and mother-in-law, they even work, and they try and put everything behind them as if they're living some kind of double life. So if you were to remember Allah Taala in this moment, then you can't have two. There's going to be a battle. Either you're going to forget Allah or you're going to forget what you want to do and abstain from it. And that is, is, is mm. again, it's uncomfortable, bro. It's weird. It feels wrong. It's uncomfortable. But it's something that has to be done. Otherwise, you're just going to fall short. It's kind of like when we talk about music and you were like, music and Quran can't
0: exist in the same heart. Yeah. So you, you, It's really hard to like take something out of your life except that you replace it with something else. Just like Anho was saying, it kind of links to what you were saying too—that you don't change one thing except you change other things to kind of accommodate for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And it's facts, bro. Yeah. Bro, and what's crazy? That I saw this thing where, when men do something, like this, or when anyone does something, that's uh, it's filthy. It's like it's impermissible. Like we shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. Within that moment, like you, you're basically in a state of disbelief because you're doing something that's like going completely against which you've been told. Yeah. You're not pulling the kafir card. Yeah, I'm where not, not, I'm not, it's I'm not saying It's the state of it. kafir. I'm not saying it, yeah. but it's like, this is what I heard where it's like, you're doing this thing and you're basically in a state of disbelief mm-hmm. while you're doing it. Imagine something happens to you in that state. Imagine God you die in that state, bro. Like that that would be a tragedy. Yeah. That would be a big tragedy. And like when we're talking about this, like both of you are correct. You, know, you should have taqwa. And then you're correct as well, where it's like, you know, when... When you're getting into that state, like, you're about to fall into it. You you have the taqwa, and it's like you have to choose between, okay, you know, believing in Allah and, like, fully pertaining yourself to this or just forgetting about that and then going to this. And then it's, bro, like, any guy who's going through this issue, they know that, like, when when the nafs take over, there is no taqwa. Yeah. Bro, it's like... It's like they don't care about anything. It's like it's like in Finding Nemo. I've said th- I said this in like my very first video on YouTube, um, but it's like I called it the Finding Nemo effect. Mm-hmm. Where you remember uh, the shark, uh, the shark was like all all cool and everything wanted to like be friends, like fish are friends, not food. Yeah. But then it's like when uh, the blue fish Dory had like smacked herself. Yeah. She had a little bit of blood that like came out, and then the shark smelled it. And his eyes just went black. Yeah. And then from there, he just turned to, like, predator attack mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like, bro, that's what happens to us. Yeah. Like, when our naps take over, we basically, it's like, we're no longer in control. Like, we're no longer here. Yeah. Like, we take the back seat. Something else is driving. And um, I don't think this is the time and place for me to, like, say in detail what Joe Ro- or Ro Jogan has said. Ro Jogan? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Ro Jogan has said when he's, he, it's like when you're... When you're doing the deed, it's, it's like you're driving a bus. Have you have you guys heard that? No. Ah, uh, bro. I, I, I'm I not going to say it because it's it's just... It, 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 this it's, is haram! <laughs> haram! It's making light of a situation that shouldn't be made light of. Yeah. This is serious here. That's right? good then. Mashallah. Right? So, again, this is... The second part is figuring out what your day-to-day routine is like. Understanding that you can't just change one thing, keep everything the same. Like Rami said, if if at seven PM you are in your bed and you are about to, you know, do something you shouldn't, quit being in your bed at seven PM. Like do something else. Go be with your family, mm-hmm. go be with your friends, go go outside for a walk or something. Like these are things that you have to change. You have to change your cycle. You have to change your patterns of behavior mm-hmm. if you want these changes to stick. Why is this? Because there's two things that can happen. You either put all your attention in trying to get past the old or you put all your attention in trying to build
2: the new. Yeah, yeah. And I want to actually jump on that point there because a lot of people are going to be like, okay, I'll just get married, right? And although that works for some people, Believe it or not, it's not actually a solution Mm. because what happens to a lot of people, unfortunately, is they end up carrying that issue Mm. of uh, whatever, whatever, that addiction into their marriage. And now they're watching things, other women on their phone while they're married. That actually happens. And, you know, this maybe this is too soon to talk about it. Maybe we'll save it for another episode. But it's all fake. And they're setting themselves up for failure when they condition themselves to see these women that they see in these videos, even on TikTok and TV and other places. Women don't look like that. They don't, and the things they'll do to their bodies. One person was telling me about it. They will literally bleach downstairs to make it look more appealing or attractive. They'll do disgusting things. It's all fake. It's not going to happen. These are like there's like
0: 15 people in the room, bro.
2: Yeah, while they're getting cameraman and and audio work and all
0: that stuff. Audio video crew lighting. Yeah, you know, it's literally
1: saying uh, cut. Action, yeah, cut. yeah, literally, Action. like, like I always, uh, I don't want to you know, cut you off, but I do
0: want to make a quick point here. There was this guy I was watching on YouTube, and he made this analogy. He was like, "Would you ever be in a room where two people are having intimacy, and would you just sit in the corner and like get off to them?" Mm. Ah, no, it sounds weird, but it's the same thing though with the screen of pixels. Yeah, that's what everyone's doing, you yeah. know. Yeah, one hundred percent,
1: one hundred percent. I had made the analogy a long time ago, where it's like, if you're hungry do you
2: watch other people eat or mm. do you go and eat? Yeah. i Speaking Mrs. permissive, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah 100%. And um, just to add on to the whole kind of idea that it's fake, it's like, you know, you ever see the video, like, on, like some videos on YouTube or on TV or on TikTok, it's like uh, these actions performed by professionals do not attempt at home. Unfortunately, they are professionals. They have no sensitivity down there after a certain while. They will literally Sense. do anything. They don't feel it anymore. Sense. Your wife is not going to perform like that. I'm talking to men because mainly men struggle with this, right? Your wife's not going to perform like that. If you think if you think she is, you're in the wrong place and you're going to ruin her life because she's going to be depressed and upset that she can't please you and she's going to think she's broken and it's her fault and you're broken. It's your fault. It's something you need to fix. So marriage is actually not the solution to that problem. Unfortunately, a lot of parents will encourage that line of thinking. If you're a parent, that's mm-hmm. not the line of thinking you should have. You should have the line of thinking of, one, I messed up. I should have taught my son about this before he even hit puberty. My fault. I take the L. I move on. Second point, okay, now let me deal with it. If they won't listen to you, get someone they will listen to to talk to them about Mm. it. They need to resolve this on their own using the things that we talked about. Send them this video, inshallah, and I'll let you guys take it from there. I want
0: to say one more point too before we kind of wrap up this chapter. But a lot of the things that we will talk about now Uh onward in the podcast is going to be, you know, at least for this episode is what you notice when you're doing it and why you should actually want to change in the first place. Because a lot of people are like, bro, why should I work out? Why should I worry about my mental health? So we talked about that, right? But why should people get over this addiction? Why should this be something that they stop? What is the benefit of no fat, right? But before we talk about the benefits, how does it mess up your life? There's one thing I want to talk about, <clears throat> which is this whole cock fetish, right? You're basically desensitizing yourself to watching a guy on a screen basically have intimacy with a woman that you wish you were in place of mm-hmm. like you wish you could swap places with that guy you wish you could be with that woman in that in that moment Astag Astag for Astag Allah. For Allah. but instead of doing it right in a permissible way you now are basically it's like his success is your success his game is your game yeah. and you kind of get off to the fact that okay I can't do it, but I'll be okay with that. And and that's the root of where this whole cuck fetish comes from, bro. People today are are literally paying thousands of dollars to escorts to come and take their wife in front of them. Suck just cause that's that's the only thing that could get them off, bro. Suck for love. But aside from that, what other dangers or, or or reasons do you guys have that people should quit this in the first place?
2: Well, one thing that I heard is uh, desensitization. Yes. Not just de- desensitization downstairs, if I can even say the word correctly. Not just that. Because I heard that, you know literally touching yourself like that in that, you know, vigorous and honestly um, disrespectful manner, you know, rubbing yourself like that, you desensitize yourself, you're actually damaging your mm. your nerves down there. So you stop feeling more and more over time. or You feel less and less over time. And it's very harmful, damaging, and it makes actually doing the deed harder and harder. And it's not just that. It actually gets you so fixated on the the, the rise that you get out of it that that all, that dopamine hit you get out of it mm-hmm. you become desensitized more and more to that as well to the point where maybe even actually having intercourse and being with a woman is just not that great to you you know if take a man who's never ever stimulated himself in his life and he's with a woman for the first time that's gonna be the second third fourth fifth time of his life is gonna be the time of his life you take someone who's been doing it every day for the past like 10 years it's not gonna be as enjoyable for the guy he's mm, gonna bro. be Messed up.
1: Bro, and like to add on to that, it also desensitizes you in terms of like, not physical stimulation, but the mental yeah. stimulation. The the what's happening here, like in your mind, in your brain. Yeah. And it's like you know when we are engaging in intimacy, we have certain neurotransmitters that are being released. Yes. And you don't have to get into crazy detail, mm-hmm. but you have one like, dopamine. Serotonin. These are very, very important, especially when you are um, engaged in intimacy. Now, when a man is watching a, I don't know, how, well, what's the word? What we're we gonna use the word for, so we don't get caught In video. The algorithm. When, uh, uh when <laughs> when a man's a man watching, is haram. watching haram, he's watching haram, bro. Right. What ends up happening is you're getting this unnatural release of dopamine mm. into your system. You're not gonna get that when you naturally engage with your spouse, right? Now what's happening here is like, not only are you getting this unnatural amount of dopamine, but you're setting yourself up for like certain things, like you're expecting certain things. And, and it's been known that it's called the, uh, the Coolidge effect, Mm. something like that. You're, you're going to progressively get into more hardcore things. Mm-hmm. As you it's watch It's a slippery slope bro So yeah It's yeah. a slippery slope bro. If you get to this point Like There's there's a lot of dudes out there That Have become gay Because of this Stuck for because a law, they, bro Because they start watching it And they start getting into Such nasty stuff That they actually start watching Guys with guys and Or, they, or animals Bro oh, Or kids It's just disgusting bro I'm Like they you, you They get And look It's you might think to yourself, oh, I stuck for a law I would never do this. No, Bro, like, you're not safe. Like, no one is safe from this. Yeah. So you have this guy. He starts watching this stuff. He gets to the point where he's watching other dudes. And now he's confused. He doesn't even know, like, well, am I straight? Am I gay? Like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. And then it's like, let's say he actually does have a wife. But he's dealing with this. Like, that's going to add even more so to him experiencing issues in intimacy so Mm -hmm. the dangers like bro you asked what are the dangers bro the dangers is
2: is too much to list man yeah yeah. it's too much to list yeah yeah and just to stress the point about um what you just mentioned you called the coolidge effect but getting more hardcore over time just to stress how effective or how dominant the topic the factor of psychology is when it comes to intimacy uh, sexuality what you find attractive and that stuff There are, and we talked about this, I think like episode three or something, there are only three ways you can actually have a characteristic, right? Physical characteristics, even other types of characteristics. There's either biology or more specifically genetics, right? But overall biology, right? So those two genetics and overall biology. And then there's psychology, the psychological or character characteristics that you have. You know, things that you develop to like or dislike or so on and so forth, right? You might absolutely despise something because you were raised, you were you were brought up and taught to despise it. That's a psychological thing. You could, in another world, actually adore and love that thing because you were taught to love it. So on and so forth. It's like people being taught to love Islam, to love the Prophet, peace be upon him, and others being taught, the non-Muslim being taught to hate Islam, and hate the Prophet, you know, mm-hmm. alayhi salatu Astaghfirullah And same thing if you look at like fetishes for example a lot of them if not most of them a lot of them are the result of childhood trauma unresolved childhood Mm. trauma and that doesn't come out but it stays within and when it stays within it results in that kind of sexual manner unfortunately now psychology is something that obviously it's not like you know you, you hit four and this is your psychology the rest of your life you could be 30 and have changes in your psychology. That's why people develop, you know, psychological disorders and so on and so forth. Because depending on how you live your life, your environment, what you perceive, what you observe, your mind, your psychology, the way you think, whether it's major or minor, is going to change over time. So people who think <clears> that, you know, and we live in a sexually promiscuous society, unfortunately. So people don't, you know, understand this for what it is. But if you underestimate it, it will catch up to you.
1: It's hmm.
2: facts.
0: you have anything to add to that, bro? Before we go on to the benefits. Mm. <clears throat> aside from just draining yourself, bro, having no energy, messing up your testosterone, bro, like, I don't know why anyone would justify it, bro, today. There's no reason, bro. Arami, you know how in the Quran, Allah says uh, something like, is the reward for good anything? But like, can you, what is that, that ayah? Oh,
2: yeah, is there a reward for good uh, aside
0: from good or something? Aside like from that? good, yeah. Is there, is there a reason, uh, I'm, I'm not trying to compare this, but it's like, is there a reason to abstain from bad aside from bad itself? Mm. Like, the fact that you're doing this and, and it's damaged, like, do you need another reason? Like, it's literally destroying your soul, bro. People have gone on the dark web and like 85 to 90% of it is just CP. That's, that's, that's disgusting, bro. I thought it was like, people want to buy things that they can't buy in the normal market and stuff like that. That's all it is, bro. And it's 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 crazy. And it's like, bro, like in the West, we literally have islands, bro. CP. Yeah, bro. No, we ain't saying that over here. But bro, in the West, we literally we won't allow polygyny where a man takes care of his women folk and has accountability over them. But you like just for this false sense of like, let's put on this image that there's this one woman man. And th- these men are cheating anyway. They're going to islands and having these things. Like Epstein, like, bro, like, Islam is so clean and pure. But society just wants fascia and, and, and filth and, and haram and this whole backwardness, bro. Stop
1: Allah, Bro, and I think, like, the biggest thing that I'm going to lay on the table here... Pause. And um, I'm sure y'all or anyone who has gone through this will understand... Anytime that you do something that's haram, so it doesn't just have to, part, you know, mean this, but anytime you do something that's haram, you go against Allah, you don't get rewarded. You get punished. Like, you know, if we die in that state of punishment, like, imagine the, the punishment that's going to be in the year after. Like, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that for anyone either. But it's like, I, I'm saying right now, like, Anytime, like, in my life when things have been going really good and I've done something that I've gone completely against Allah, even when I wasn't a Muslim, even when I I didn't have this understanding, the moment that I would do that, it's, like, for the next weeks to months, I would just be punished until, like, I, I learned my lesson, so to speak, until, like, I came to my senses and, like, really realized, like, the wrong that I did and was able to grow from that experience. You know, and, like, I think that's something that, we have to keep in mind where it's like, like come on, man. Like, it, it's, we're all about progress here. Uh, that sounds kind of weird because, like, you know, you got people saying, oh, Islam is not progressive. I'm, I'm not talking about <laughs> that. I'm saying, like, we all want to make progress, right? Like, if, let's say you're playing a video game, you want to get better in the video game, you're progressing, you're getting your stats up, getting the armor, weapons, all this stuff, right? In real life, like, what we are doing, when you're getting closer to Allah, like you, you it's, it's like a status bar, like you have to progress to get closer to Allah. <clears throat> like you're building a business, you have to progress to the point mm. where like this business is fully set up. You're building your body, you have to progress to the point where your body is fully developed, Yeah, right? Like there's, there's this time, and, and every time that you go against Allah, every time that you do something wrong, every time that you, you do this, you're essentially just going backwards. Going backwards. And, and each time that you try to go forward again, like, you're starting at a, at a place that's further back than where you were before. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would you do that knowing that clearly you can make it to that goal, You can make it to the point where you have that close connection with Allah. Like, you have the barakah and, mm-hmm. I don't know, this is just, you know, like, I'm just throwing my thoughts out here, but yeah. it's something that people in this situation, dudes in this situation, really need to Mm. Keep in mind if if this is really that important to them.
0: I want to go into the superpowers, bro. The quote-unquote Programs. superpowers that you get benefits. once you quit.
1: <laughs> benefits. Okay, so <clears throat>
0: benefits. Does, uh, it, is it, does Is it true that it makes hair grow on your palms or it causes
1: you to get blind? No. Okay. Uh, okay, so in terms of the superpowers people will experience benefits in regards to, like, how bad off they were. Like, for instance, if we have an example of uh, the benefits that people experience when they get onto this, it's all dependent on how, you know, bad off they were. So let's say you have this guy who is releasing, like, five, six times a day, which is not that much. Right? There's a lot of guys that go even more than this. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it is, bro. Stuck for a lot. It's crazy. <laughs> you have dude who's doing like five, six times. She's you laughing about? I'm laughing at the new sound that Rami got.
2: Yeah, I wish oh, we had it. I wish we had that. No, nah, it. It. Nah, we can't. Oh, no, it, no. We okay, have to wait until okay. the next episode. <laughs> All
1: right, but you have this guy. He's doing it like five, six times a day. Okay? This guy will experience more benefits than the guy who's maybe doing it, like, one time every three, four days. Yeah. Because the guy that's doing it one time every three, four days, like, he never developed that bad of an issue now. Um, when you start getting deeper and deeper into it, because you're having such unnatural amounts of dopamine being released into your your brain, your mind, it's, it's causing you to be in a state that's very unnatural. And... um Nothing in this world replicates that am- amount of dopamine. Like, you yeah. can't, I can't hit, sit here and talk to you, have a normal conversation and have the same amount of dopamine yeah. from this conversation as I would if I was over here watching adult mm-hmm. films, yeah. doing it five, six times a day. I can't. Yeah. I can't. So this person, when they stop, it's like their, their brain begins to literally heal and now it's like they're sensitizing themselves to all these things. And because they're sensitizing themselves, they start to experience these benefits. Benefits could be like increased eye contact. They're able to increase their eye contact. They, they're able to have more focus. They, um, they feel more confident. Right? Like, why they feel more confident? Because they're less stuck in their head. You know, like, they're in a conversation and they feel like they can connect with the other person. Why can they connect with the other person? Because they're actually there. Yeah. They're present. The amount of dopamine they're getting from that interaction is enough for them to function, to actually be there and be connected with them. They can go outside. They can see the birds flying around and it will have an impact on them versus before they might have seen the birds and it's like, eh, like it is what it is, right? So that's 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 the benefits. Now, as far as like what benefits you're going to experience, that's different for everyone yeah. Mm. Yeah. so you don't get extra vision like I just want to know uh, only if you go at least like three four years
0: mashallah three four <laughs> years Um, if you guys did make it this far let us know what you guys think Um, not that the episode's over or anything like that but quick word from our sponsor Rami are we
2: doing that now? No, yeah I'm throw it, I'm it in I was actually thinking maybe we should why not? I don't have anything prepared.
0: Mm, that's true. Okay, guys. Inshallah. See you guys next week. Same time. No, I'm just playing. Um, one question I had for both of you, mm. right? We don't want to air our sins or stuff in the past or anything like that. Obviously, as Muslims, we should have haya in our, in our past. Allah has put a blanket over it, right? But to the brothers and sisters that think it's so normal, bro. Everyone's doing it. You know that brother Anu was talking about on the podcast that does it six or six, does it eight, nine, ten times a day? I'm only doing it once a day or I'm only doing it once a week. Is it really that bad that I'm not as bad as everyone else? Oh, everyone else is going to the club and drinking and all this. I just drink with my coworkers once a year on the annual whatever gala. You know, oh, everyone else is smoking like with everyone recreationally, I only do it when, I, when I'm just, you know, I'm done my work, you know, I study and I get my work done. You know, all these people that try to like rationalize it and they say this whole, I'm not that far gone. What's, what's, what's the harm in a little bit?
1: Well, mm. this, this reminds me of this video I saw from Newman Ali Khan. Mm. I think y'all, y'all might know which one I'm talking about. Yep. Where he's, How we lose our iman? I think it's that one where he's yeah. saying like um, this comparison thing, it's, it's of the dunya and it's actually a sickness because, like, you're gonna, what are you going to do? Like, let's say you were praying X amount of times, but you were doing all these things bad, right? And then it's, you're raised up on the Day of Judgment, and Allah's like, oh, you did this and you did that. He's like, oh, but, like, compared to this this brother over here, like, he was barely praying. Like, you, sh- you should just give me, the like, a straight ticket to Jannah. Like, I should be VIP Jannah right away because I did much better than this guy over here. It's like, well, it's the same thing. It's a sickness, you know You can't look at someone else And be like Oh, well I'm not doing it To to the same extent as them So I'm better off Like I'm not gonna have a What?
0: I'm laughing about something From yesterday,
1: bro Yeah?
0: You remember when Rami went to bed And we were watching the The podcast? Yeah <laughs> stuck for yeah, Allah, yeah, bro. The Allah. editor literally zo- Yo, yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out to our editor, guys. <laughs> Mashallah. Like, links in the description for his Instagram or his socials or whatever. But, like, huge shout out to our editor for just always being on point with the edits, color grading, everything's done. Alhamdulillah. Keep it a good word, bro. But that being said, I think we are going to wrap up this episode since we are getting a little brain dead. Stay tuned for next week, inshallah. We're going to go into a little bit deeper of the topics and, and go into the actual intimacy stuff. Um, aside from that do
2: y'all have anything to say yeah I yeah. wanted to answer the question mm-hmm. do you want to Please. finish off what you're saying first um,
1: I wanted to leave him with like the final part of the game so uh,
2: you uh, what was your question again I had some so like, points so like all of these people trying to like I play, play now. devil's advocate like yeah.
0: oh yeah I'm not as bad as everyone yeah. else you yeah know?
2: yeah. so I want to take it from two different angles right
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, you're the only one that uh, this is haram <laughs> Haram! You're the bro. only one that thought about that, bro. I'm
1: gonna <laughs> take it from two different bro. From love, bro. <laughs> Yo, listen, y'all seen it first. Rami
2: has the dirtiest mind, bro. It's always the quiet ones. He's, Wallahi. He's finally come out. <laughs> All right, so I want to start from approach love. this discussion from two different viewpoints, respectively. Inshallah, <laughs> okay. if I may. So, the first viewpoint. I would like to discuss is first, uh, I want to question their line of thinking, their logic, right? So everyone's doing it and everyone thinks it's cool and you think it's worse. So what? Yeah, what, 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 <laughs> what were people in America doing during the cross-Atlantic slave trade? What were they propagating? What were they encouraging? What did they think was normal back then? Would we have the same views today? You know, a few decades ago, even in World War II in Germany, what were people propagating there? Would you then say that, you know, since it was a majority, it was okay, it was morally acceptable or blah, 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 you wouldn't. Same thing here, look at people who are smoking, people who are drinking, people who are on drugs and so on. So There's so many people doing it, does that mean it's a good thing? It's beneficial? It's going to help you? Or does it mean that it's not going to harm you? No, not at all. Um, actually, many things, even medical practitioners, will actually recommend things that are harmful to uh, to a person. Remember, we were talking about in the mm. episode about transgenderism in the documentary, what is a woman, all that stuff. They uncovered a lot of stuff. There's a lot of dark things that people will push nowadays normalize, yeah. that normalize uh, that they say it's okay, but it's not. So that's one, the uh, the logic of it. Two, I want to discuss um, these people and the look at other people doing it and so on and so forth. Why, not only why is it majority rule, but... The second point I want to make on it is just because someone's doing it worse doesn't somehow uh, excuse you from it. It might make you better in contrast to them, right? But it's still fallacious in the sense that it doesn't actually remove the original deed, the original sin from you, right? If, if I come and I'm like, you know, I have the, let's say Angel tells me not to eat the last, um, you know, I don't know, piece of chicken or whatever. And I go and I eat it anyways. And he comes to me, he's like, why did you eat it? You know, I asked you not to. And I say, it's not like I ate the whole thing. Yani, I didn't eat the whole thing. But that doesn't actually excuse me from the fact that he asked me not to eat it and then I ate it anyways. It's the same thing here. It's you know, if imagine you're asked on the day of judgment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks you, Why did you do this? And you say, Well, at least at least I didn't do this. Well, is that is that gonna excuse you? Now imagine you're in court, you know, you 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 murdered a person <laughs> and they're like, Why did you do it? And you're like, Well, at least I didn't murder their whole family, you know. It's
1: not, mm. it's not like you
2: know, you should just let me go. Yani, it's fallacious. I know that's an extreme example, but it still applies there. You know, just doing it once a day, once a month, once a year. Is still worse. Yes, it's worse. They're not doing it at all. And if anything, you should be comparing yourself to someone who doesn't do it at all. I want to say one
0: point before Anh wraps it up, but this whole notion of just once, nah. Listen, if you're on a streak right now and you're thinking of relapsing because you just want to, you know, just do get it off once, or you think just what's what's one time gonna what, what is it gonna do? Hmm. Listen, you do it once, you're done. Yeah, it's over. As soon as you do it that first time, you're already going to be in it too deep. As soon as you do it the first time, you're going to get back into the cycle of like doing a couple times a week or a month or whatever you do. Just don't even do it that one time. Don't fall for the trip, uh, tricks of shaitan. Mm-hmm. Don't even give it that that footstep, bro.
2: Yeah. Remember we were talking about that in the car, right? That's exactly what I was saying. I was, it was you, right? Me and you uh, in the car? I don't know. Ends up ends up being someone else. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm pretty sure I was. I, I don't know if you were there or not. But I was saying, you know, a lot of people, they, they have this idea of, oh, I you know, I just want to party once, see what it's like. I just want to drink once. I just want to smoke. I just want to see what it's like. You're better off not knowing what it's like. Yeah. Because your curiosity of what it's like is not stronger or worse than wanting to do it a second time after feeling whatever you feel afterwards. People do it because it feels good. Imagine you do it. You know what it feels like. Why wouldn't you want it even more that second time? You're better now, having not done it a day in your life or having not done it for a month or two months or a year or 10 years or whatever, than trying it once just to get it out there.
0: How do you you think the the psychology of addiction even happens? People have this amazing high the first time Mm -hmm. and they want to recreate that first high. So they do second time, third time, fourth time before they're in it, 10 years doing other things, other substances, just to recreate that first high When in reality, they'll never be able to recreate that, bro.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's very true. It'll never happen. You want to end it off, bro?
1: That point? Well, before I even end it off, I want to say, like, also these people, they can't think to themselves, like, oh, Allah is the most forgiving and the most merciful, so I just have to repent. That's like, dude, that's like, oh, I'm about to, I was about to say, about to finish someone off. But uh, I'm about to end someone's life. Oh, but uh, Allah is the most merciful. I'm going to repent. I'm going to eat this pork, but I'm going to ask for repentance after, mm-hmm. like... Or just say Bismillah before you eat it. Stuff uh, for Allah. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to drink this alcohol, but I'm going to ask for, you know, forgiveness. It, it's basically like what we said in that one episode where you have a... This, like, a bad action with a good intention or good in, good action with a... Bad Good intention. intention Right now you have this This bad action And then you have the intention Of like Basically asking for forgiveness I'm sorry but like I'm not I'm not Allah But if I had to judge Like I wouldn't accept Someone's forgiveness No like, would, They're bro. clearly
2: yeah. going into it Knowing yeah. like Yeah One of the um, one, Not to cut you off But one of the conditions Of Tawbah Is that you are sincere Yeah if There's nothing yeah. sincere Imagine Imagine someone coming to you Right Let's not make it about us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine someone comes to you. They're like, listen, I'm going to punch you, but I'm going to for- ask for forgiveness afterwards. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, There's no ikhlas there, bro. Not only are they, you know, punching you, but if anything, they, they don't mean the apology. Exactly. It's premeditated. But if they just
1: like, if y'all were playing around and then they actually like just jabbed you in the face and yep. they're like, yo, like, I'm so sorry, bro. Like, yeah. are you all right? Are you all right? Yeah. Bro, that's sincerity. Yeah,
2: and on top of that, afterwards, you're like, I'm, we're not, not going to spar anymore. I'm sorry, bro. I, yeah, we're not yeah. going to do it anymore.
1: It's sincerity. Yeah, 100%. It's sincerity. 100%. But to end it all off... <laughs> Look into their souls, bro. To end it all off, you now know why you are doing what you are doing. You now know that you have to change your day-to-day routine, your cycle, your patterns of behavior. You now know the downfalls and you know the rewards, the benefits, the pros and the cons. You know this. So now to bring it all together, you have to make this priority. Not to where you're putting all your attention on it, because this should should be something in the background while you are implementing your new life. But it should be the main priority for you to get past this. Like If you want to get married... You should not even be thinking about getting married until this is no longer a factor in your Mm -hmm. life. If you are with a significant other and you guys are having issues, listen, until you get over this, you should not be thinking about anything else. You should not... I just told him not to think about this, but you should not be doing anything else. Like It has to take priority in your life. You can't see it as like, oh... Um, you know, like, uh, I'll get over it eventually. It's not going to work like that. You have to go all in with this. You have to do whatever it is that you have to do. Everyone's going to be different here. Mm -hmm. You know, some people, some people, for them, it takes them saying an oath out loud to Allah, like putting everything on the table. Mm -hmm. Well, I know this guy who he actually said something like this, And he ended up doing the thing that he said he wasn't going to do, that he promised to Allah. It was crazy. Allah, it was crazy. And what ended up happening is that when he did it, he thought to himself, oh, no, it's not going to happen. So he asked for forgiveness, but in his mind, he thought it wasn't going to happen. What he put on the table, what he he basically said to Allah, like, oh, Allah, if if I go back, like, just strip this away, just take this away from me. Yeah, Allah took everything away from him. Everything that he put on the table, he he thought it wasn't gonna happen. He thought it was a joke. He thought like, oh it's I just you know like it's not gonna happen, right? Nah, Allah took everything away from him. And I mean like you gotta you gotta put it into what's with having. And that's where the priority comes into play here. You do whatever you can to get past this. This isn't something to be taken lightheartedly. Mm-hmm. This is a serious thing and just know that your life will be better once you do get past it, in every way,
2: shape, or form, inshallah, And with that being said, Arami. I Allahumma <laughs> atina fi dunya hasna, wa fil akhirat hasna wakna aadha bin nar. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.